and strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. It is another episode of Strategy Talks. Welcome on this wonderful and nice right here in Vermont Tuesday morning. I have a wonderful guest with me. Uh, he's coming to us uh, from Georgia. Uh, so I'll pull him up on the screen in just a second so you get to meet him. Uh, but before we do, I want to welcome everybody. If you're here live, hello. Thank you for coming here and watching us. Um, and let us know in the comment where you're joining us from. We would love to know if you're watching this on the replay later. Uh, make sure to put hashtag replay in the comments. So uh, both my guest and I know that you were in the replay. And if you have questions, you can ask us. And then a special shout out to our podcast listeners, because we do not want to forget you. If you're here and you're listening to the podcast, thank you so much and welcome. Uh, before I go on and introduce my guests, I want to do a shout out to our sponsor, Social Insider. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting, and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. So without much further ado, I'm going to welcome Adam Sang to hello. the studio. Hello, hello. <laughs> uh, glad to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me onto the show. Yeah, absolutely. Adam, you and I met about two months ago, right? Um, our mutual friend, Hank, introduced us. We were on a live together. And I absolutely love your story of being almost a serial entrepreneur, having all these different businesses. And uh, we're going to talk about content-driven sales. But before we do, I just want to make sure that everybody know knows who you are. So let me pull up your bio. Uh, Adam is a highly motivated individual that loves business and developing teams to help individuals grow. Born in Stathrow, Georgia, college took him to California, and after that period of time, he bounced around in various different companies and industries. He finally found himself back in Statesboro, and he started his entrepreneurial journey of restaurants, media productions, e-commerce, and now a PR agency. So, you're well-rounded and you have your hand in a lot of different places. So want to talk about content-driven sales, e-commerce. Let's get started. Absolutely. You know, uh, I was enjoying the song that kind of like introed into this. And it reminded me so much of uh, some of the content that we've been able to put out uh, from our organizations. Uh, the one that really comes to mind is... Uh, we did a rap video for the one of the restaurants. So one of the restaurants uh, is an Asian fusion type concept. And uh, me and my team, we put together this rap video and we shot a music video inside the restaurant. It was called Welcome to So Yummy. And uh, the video itself got around maybe 50,000 views within the first day on Facebook, uh, did about the same on Twitter. Um, and it had like what they call quote unquote virality, right? It had kind of like that type of impact. And it was the first time because 
inside of marketing, a lot of times you don't really get to see the return immediately. You're, you know, dumping money in, you're, you're pouring money into it. But, you know, the benefit of having kind of like both sides and being able to not only produce the concept and push it out, but also see the sales side and what impact it had. I saw sales jump maybe 20 percent the next day, just of, you know, people in the area that, you know, had never heard of the restaurant that wanted to go there. Um, that honestly was about maybe four or five years ago. And that is honestly what really started, um, my interest in, in, in kind of continuing to push me towards content, right? I, I realized that any sort of content that you put out into the world is going to, um, work for you even when you're sleeping. And so that is why we kind of like, you know, started investing in that. I love that. So that was the catalyst to you getting interested in the media and PR and e-commerce. So here is a good lesson. Even if you're a local business, putting something out on Facebook, a funny piece of content that struck, obviously, chords. Was it funny or was it different or was it catchy? What was the virality of it? I think it had a lot to do with multiple different things. You know, okay. it was catchy. You know, even yeah. even to this day, uh, some people will come up to me and say, hey, great job on the rap video. I just had that happen like, you know, uh, a couple of days ago when we, we did some content um, uh, at the Statesboro Library. Yeah. Um, and I, I think for me, what is what is, uh, I guess, interesting there is that, you know, the more uh, components that you can put in there. There was a little bit of humor. Uh, we had a dancer in in the video. We had, you know, it was a good song. It was catchy. Um, people were humming it like, you know, days after, uh, we kind of like put it out. Um, and so when when you have something that has all those components, it really has the ability to go the distance. Um, you know, I'm not sure if, if uh, the viewers are familiar with like, you know, the, the creed, uh, the sailor's creed, uh, there once was a, uh, yeah. Yeah. This. so we actually took that and adapted it to the other restaurant. And so we, because that's a seafood concept, yeah. we kind of like rewrote the lyrics, we recorded it and it acts as like, kind of like more content that we can put out on that side. So honestly, there's, there's a mixture of the creative that you kind of like, you know, bring in for the purposes of pushing that out and getting attention into what you are doing. And I, and I love that. And, and, and I think the point that I was trying to make earlier is that even if you're local, you can do that, um, yes. put that out and people will come into your place of business if they've seen it, especially if it's been shared, whether it's on, on Facebook or on Instagram. And I also love that you're talking about video mm. because there's a, quite a few business owners out there that are worried about video, about costs how to put it together, how to script it, how to get started. Will it, you know, is, is the time and money worth doing it? Right. But it sounds like you did a rap video in the restaurant. What was production like? Because I think that's something that people might want to know. So you have people coming in the day after and still five years later are talking about it. Obviously your sales went up. What was the investment of time or money into doing something like that? Because there was no guarantee. Of course. Uh, I think in here, I have to give you a little bit of backstory. Yeah. Um, So initially how, you know, we got to that point was probably uh, an investment of one or two years from before. Um, One of my employees at the time at one of the restaurants uh, came to me. His name's Ross. He's a business partner of mine now. 
uh, he came to me and said, I have interest in video. And during this time, you know, I'm a huge fan of Gary Vee. I, I understand like, you know, content, 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 right? Yeah. I understood that piece. And I, I, I said to him, well, you know, I know for a fact that this is something that is important for this day and age. So let's kind of like start putting together, you know, product, like, you know, content and sending it out. The question came to what? Okay. Uh, it was like, okay, well, what should we do? Well, you know, at that time, and I don't know if it's still popular, but Food Insider was like this huge brand on Facebook that was pushing out content in a very structured format. We, we were watching it and we were saying that, oh, there's how to make the food, even to like, you know, the, the typeface in the blue and so forth and so on. And I told my, um, my Ross, I said, hey, I want you to copy every single aspect of this video to I want when people see it that they can't tell the difference that whether or not it's a um, at the time the the seafood restaurant video or an insider video and that gave us the format because they had probably spent I don't know thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars to develop that so we kind of like imitated that and that kind of like drove drove that piece so at that point we had been creating videos on a weekly basis for literally like a year, maybe two years. And then we started, and then I opened up the new restaurant and then he came, he started coming over on this side and kind of like started doing advertisement. When the, when the rap video came, it just felt right. It's one right. of those things where, you know, Hey, like, you know, this is an idea and me and my business partner, we always been very in tune with the creative as well yeah. as culture. So those two things, when I'm able to pull them in, led to making creative that. and culture. I love that. Those are, that's really, really awesome. So you put the creative with the culture, you know, what's trending. Um, and I can't help notice you're young, right? So Thank somebody you. who's watching and they're like, well, I'm not up to date on what's trending or I'm not on TikTok. I'm not on Instagram. I don't know. You can partner with somebody who has that knowledge, right? Absolutely. And Absolutely. as long as what I'm hearing you say, as long as you're willing to consume, and I think that's an important part, consume some of this content that people like to learn more about what it is exactly that people want and then produce the content that they want. There's a lot of business owners, but even marketers out there that create content that they like. Yeah. That's a big mistake, isn't it? Mm. You have to you have to do what the audience wants, right? And you have to kind of like review. You have to look at uh, basically everything, the analytics from the from the month before, and see like, okay, what hit? And if it hits, continue to invest in that direction. Continue to move that that in that direction. You bring you bring brought up something very interesting that I wanted to you know point out, and it was this concept of you know you know people that maybe are a little bit older, right, or a little bit. Um, you know, not as in tune with what's going on. Yeah. The thing for me is like, you know, when I first started out, I wasn't very comfortable on camera. It takes time. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's a muscle, right? You have to get comfortable in, in, in talking and putting out content. And it's one baby step at a time. It doesn't just happen overnight. People want to, you know, go into the gym and then like, you, you don't like, are, are you lifting up the heaviest weight immediately? Are you running your marathon right from the rip? That's impossible. No. There's no way that's, that's, no. that's the case. It takes one step at a time. And even if it's a baby step, a baby step is worth it. You, right. you get one piece of content out there and then you continue every single day. That's, that's, that's what my advice would be. 
That's awesome. I just want to acknowledge Lisa and Haley are both here and listening in. So Lisa and Haley, if you're here, you have questions, let us know. Um, but that's, that's absolutely, you're absolutely right. You have to consume the content. You have to get better. You have to do it to get better. Um, I love, there's a couple of experts out there that say this. If you have a YouTube channel, go all the way back to the beginning and watch your first video. Don't delete it because it's there as a reminder how far you've come. If you do not learn from your mistakes, you're never going to improve, right? So yep. just start somewhere. If you're waiting for the perfect video, what's yep. going to happen? You're not going to do it. Not going to do it, mm -hmm. right? And then Lisa says it does take time to get comfortable on camera, a muscle that needs to be built. Absolutely. I know Lisa is working hard on um, getting video going and... Um, as much as I tell other people to do video, I actually am not on video that much. Except, well, every week live, of course, but um, I don't do a whole lot of pre-recorded stuff. But um, I'm always game. You know, my my personality is one of if you want to collaborate, or I'm there. You know, like yeah. I like to be with other people. And if that's your personality, if you're watching this and you're like, yeah, I'd rather be on, you know, on video with somebody else. Do what I do. Interview somebody. You know, yeah. there's Adam who's keeping the conversation going and every week I have a new guest with me. Even if I have not the, ex if I don't have the expertise about everything, they make the show amazing. So a podcast or a live show might be great if you don't want to be on there by yourself, you know, line up some guests and start talking. So it's a great way to get started. I, I think pushing through as well. I, I can tell a little bit of my story when I first started. Uh, I was going on Snapchat and uh, mm. I would greet the world every single morning i would say like you know super high energy like good morning snapchat how's everybody doing today and it became almost this routine of getting comfortable right like that's what you have to break through and it doesn't feel good it does like initially when you're like oh like you know what do i do do i is this my angle is that my angle like you know where is it at but you've got to be able to you know just get the content look at it examine it and you said something extremely valuable. It was, how do you make it better next time? Mm -hmm. That is like, you know, that repetitive, that desire for improvement basically is everything. In, mm -hmm. in everything that I do, that's, that's the energy that I put in. Yeah, that's one of the principles of Agile, right? So at the mm -hmm. end of when you finish a project or you finish a sprint, you finish a task, you don't just say what worked and what didn't but you actually talk about how can we improve it next time? You have to have iterations of improvement. So I love that you use that. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about um, content-driven sales, right? Yeah. You do do sales. You have an e-commerce business. Um, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So the product is uh, something that uh, me and another business partner of mine, um, he came up with. Uh, it is called the Whiskey Grail. It is a charred white oak cup drinking vessel if you will mm -hmm. meant for drinking bourbon uh basically we manufacture them in statesboro um and we started the company about roughly a year ago now like in the maybe maybe a year and a half yeah. uh, in the middle of covid it was a really weird time and the story there was i had been uh working really hard at pushing instagram as well as facebook we were doing super high quality photos um, and really we weren't seeing any sales and it didn't really change until this single video that we put out on TikTok. 
And it was kind of like we were like we were our backs were against the corner, like, you know, uh, sale, like sales were there. We had tons of inventory. Uh, I was even pulling like my staff over there to do, you know, certain things at the other like facilities, like, you know, cleanups, so forth and so on. Um, and, you know, what ended up happening is that video got 340,000 views and it completely changed the game uh, in terms of like sales, we saw sales like pour in and, you know, I, I, you know, urge everybody to, um, to invest in that platform just because I, I I'm telling you, like, I didn't, I, I put that same video on Instagram and it did not have nearly as much impact. And it's because the algorithm works differently on uh, TikTok versus Instagram. Now, there are certain things that do work on Instagram as well. But, you know, in here, I think that TikTok is a platform that is, if you have an e-commerce product, that is definitely something that you should spend time on. That's that's great. I remember you telling me about that a couple of months ago and that you kind of pointed out the difference between TikTok and Instagram at that point. And I just want to make a point here is that, you have to test, right? Adam mm. tested TikTok and it worked and it drove sales because he has a specific product that he's selling. If you're mm. selling a service, if you're selling a course, if you're selling, you know, it depends on where your audience is, but there are definitely people on TikTok who are interested into a bourbon cup, right? Because yep. they, they, they drink bourbon and they liked the entertainment. And so you figured that out. Now, since then, I'm assuming you've stayed on TikTok. Absolutely. Correct. And you're yeah. building your brand on there. And right. then you from there drive people to a sales page or to your e-commerce shop. Yep. So we're driving sales from TikTok directly to that page. Yeah. Now, you know, in here, it's ebbs and flows, right? Like not every video is going to get 340,000 views. Um, but, you know, it consistently posting and putting out, you know, interesting pieces of content and story really sells, right? We At the end of the day, we are all kind of like storytellers and we yeah. in, in our brands. And the more of a story that you can tell within kind of like your um, social media and content, the better it's going to do. No, gone are the days that all it takes is a picture. You can right. no longer just take a picture of a great looking picture and then expect, you know, a return because it's so noisy out there. Right. You have to be doing something different. Yeah, that's yeah. really, really great advice. But before we leave, um, and thank you, Adam, this was really great information. Before we leave, I have a rapid fire round. Okay. So I'm going to ask you uh, this or that. Win the lottery or land your dream job? Oh, I have my dream job already. So let's get, let's go lottery, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> Buy a ticket for this Friday. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. Leader or follower? Leader. Startup or established business? I figured this would be a good one for you because you've done both, right? Startup, yeah. Startup. Startup. Startup All right. Awesome, awesome. So Adam, I see. I just realized while we were talking that I didn't have our names, but I love your handle. You know, Adam saying. Right. No you know what saying. I'm saying. Well, no you know what I'm saying. saying. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. So you have a podcast. I saw that you restarted or started a podcast. That's right. Where can people connect with you? Where can they find you? Because you are doing things that I know I have people in my audience that need to connect yeah. with you. How can people find you and where can people find you? Absolutely. So uh, on Instagram, you know, Adam saying um, there's the, you know, Adam saying podcast that's on YouTube, all the, all the streaming platforms. Um, 
uh, Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. Um, I have my website, adamsang.com. Um, feel free to call me. I'm going to throw my number out there, 912-481-1085. I love connecting with entrepreneurs. I'm super passionate about business. This is something that is like a true passion of mine, and I can talk about this stuff all day. I'm always willing to help. Feel free to reach out to me. Would love to connect. I love that. And I love that you are doing all these different aspects. You have that e-commerce and you have the restaurants and you have the PR. So you're creating that content because it gives you that all around look and you can see something that works here and try it there. Um, fascinating, fascinating, Adam. Thank you so much for uh, being on Strategy Talks today. Um, and for those of you who are with us asking questions, Haley, Lisa, uh, thank you so much for being here live and all those of you who are either listening to this as a podcast or watching the replay. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Um, and then uh, just make sure to connect with Adam because he's got uh, lots of great tips and ideas. And I think if there's any takeaway from this, Adam, what I'm going to take away is you've got to test. You got to test things and just create video. You are, even though we know that you have to make video, you're doing video and you're getting results. So go check out Adam also on TikTok. Uh, if yep. you're on TikTok, guys, go check out to see what his brand's doing there. And uh, I'll be back next week with an, another episode of Strategy Talks. I appreciate um, all of you being here. Bye, everybody. Take care, everyone. Thank you.